You're watching Telecom TV's exclusive coverage of the Etsy NFV number no. 9 meeting here in Prague in the Czech Republic. And I'm joined now by Pradeep Sen, who is the CTO of the Network Functions Virtualization Business Unit at Hewlett Packard. Thanks so much for joining us on Telecom TV again. You're a regular con contributor to our shows, and we do appreciate that. Um, how about an update first of, of where we are with NFV work? What's the, what's the current status? So, uh, if you're talking about the industry, I think we're, we're at some sort of a transition point where we're moving from, in a nutshell, we're moving from uh, feasibility to realization, let's say. Mm -hmm. So, in many different aspects, people have sort of gotten over the skepticism phase, gotten over the does this work phase, and are now addressing the problems which need to be addressed to make all of this really operational. But as more and more people and companies get involved in, in this work, there seems to be a, a growing number of different bodies, technical bodies, industry-wide bodies, geographically dispersed groups. How do you ensure that all this work is, is productive and, and maximized and there's, not, there's, there's, there's reduced overlap and we're not duplicating work effort. Right. So um, that, that's certainly of concern uh, when many different bodies start talking about the same things. Uh, also, um, it creates confusion in um, our customers' minds uh, saying, you know, wh where should we be involved? And even all of our companies, the companies we work for, have the same question, where should we be involved? Uh, what we've tried to do, and I personally have been involved with this Etsy IG effort from the very beginning, what we've tried to do is since we sort of launched this phenomenon called NFV, uh, we wanted to make sure that this, there's minimal confusion around this and that there, we work in a collaborative, inclusive way. And so uh, we have made an effort actually to reach out to the other organizations and uh, and I should say it's been reciprocal. Other organizations have reached out to us to talk about collaboration, to talk about areas of work we can do without causing uh, conflicts or confusion. Uh, it turns out that um, it's uh, not really a problem which needs to be resolved is just agreeing on some specifics because the Etsy body never set out to be a standards body really. It was it set out to be a body where we define frameworks, architectural frameworks, we define requirements uh, at whatever level and use cases. So we say what needs to be done and not specifying how things need to be done. A lot of the other typical SDO standards bodies are looking at solutions, looking at interface specifications, things down at the very detailed level to re help realize this. So there's a natural division of labor, so to speak. And um, what we've been trying to do in our interactions with the various bodies is to articulate areas where they can help out to flesh out certain things. Uh, and in fact, this uh, Friday, there's a, going to be an SDO workshop, which is between several of these organizations, HCISG, 3GPP, TMF, and OPNFV, 
the uh, new open source effort uh, to flesh some of this out. So I think we're trying to make sure that this kind of, the fact that many bodies are working on this is, is not a, a source of confusion, rather it's just uh, a natural progression of where the work has arrived, what you need to do. No one body can do everything. Do you think the telecoms industry and specifically the communications service providers are starting to see the, the benefits of the open source and open software communities? Yes, so uh, it's, it's, uh, open source is, 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 is uh, quite unfamiliar to many operators. They're slowly coming to terms with it. Some operators are more familiar with others, those who have a more development history internally who've, who've already looked at this and know what it's about. Others are very far away from it and haven't had that exposure. But in the background, what has been happening is all the vendors and all the equipment suppliers and software suppliers are working in this space have been work, have been involved in open source and have been using a lot of open source components in their products anyway. So even though that was not apparent to the operators, it's there in the systems. And all that is happening now is it's, it's rising to another level, so to speak, that previously it was little pieces of open source which were used and maybe some underlying platform things, but it was buried deep inside. And now what's happening is a lot of uh, work in open source largely around um, um, uh, the cloud and, and network control like ODL or OpenStack have surfaced this to a level where it starts to get exposed. And uh, so the good thing is a lot of the companies have already been looking at this and some are more invested than others, of course. HP is definitely much more interested, invested in open source. We've been advocates right from the beginning and are very heavily involved in all of these efforts. But many companies have now realized that rather than compete with each other about some of the basic stuff which thing, systems need to do, it's better to collaborate and get that thing out of the way, done in a unified open way so that everybody can use it and concentrate on the real value added pieces. So it's a way of multiplying your development resources and all companies are strapped for resources and they realize this is a natural way to do it. So the engineering development community of people who are developing all of this stuff get it and slowly their customers, the operators and others are starting to understand what this is about. Operators don't necessarily need to be involved directly in open source efforts but they can help provide requirements into them, guidance into what's priority and what's not. And they can work through vendors like HP and others. But there are some operators who are directly involved because they, they have part of what they're doing is internal development based on open source. So they are definitely involved directly. And talking about the operators and the service providers, from your perspective, are you seeing sufficient collaboration and openness between operators? Yeah, so this, this whole effort, the HCISG, which we created, started with a group of operators, you know, about half a dozen of us got together initially, well, two of us first, and then half a dozen. And then when we launched the HCISG, we were about 13. Um, 
and now I think it's grown to 27 or something. I've lost track, but yeah, somewhere close to 30 operators worldwide who are part of this. And the reason they're part of this and they're still par uh, staying part of this is this notion of collaboration because, again, it's, it's similar to why um, vendors are collaborating on open source. It's a very similar th thing that is given the economics of the marketplace, given the competition all these operators uh, face, and given rising costs in development, etc., if any one operator wants to get something developed specially for themselves, they will have to pay for that. Mm -hmm. And increasingly that becomes a, an unbearable cost if you keep doing that. It's better to leverage something which is built commonly for multiple users so that the cost can be amortized over a larger group and then you can add the bits and pieces you need to tweak. So I think uh, that's what has uh, brought the operators together and that's what mm -hmm. they hope to leverage. I mean, the operators themselves have different business priorities, different plans, different geographical and regulatory and legal constraints, but there's a core set of things all of them need to do and need to care about. And if that can be built in a common way, then it makes their life easier. So I, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't collaborate. And the thing is, just like the vendors themselves are collaborating in various spheres, um, despite the fact that they're competitors, it's the same thing with the operators, that perhaps the competition boundaries are less, uh, a little more fluid there, but um, it's the same reason that there's a common base which everybody can agree on, and then if you want to compete, it's a, the layers which you can differentiate without. Uh, it's not part of this common effort. Okay, so, th and the operators are, are looking towards uh, the viability of NFV, and, and part of this process comes out of Etsy NFV, which is the proof of concepts. Um, Etsy doing their own proof of concepts, and vendors such as yourself doing more proof of concepts. Um, you're quite active in this. Um, with about over about two dozen or so proof of concepts That's right. so far, um, how has that affected your partnership uh, within the ecosystem and bringing new players in and supporting that? Uh, and how ultimately will that help and benefit the operators? Right. So, so yes, we're we're involved in in, in close to two dozen POCs, as you say, worldwide, and m almost all of these are directly with our customers and partners. Um, and uh, then, then in addition, we are involved in some of the Etsy proof of concepts. So again, uh, this this was a phase which started, you know, a, a year ago or something, where we started to get involved in all of these, and this was the fleshing out period. But as we did that, we gained a lot of experience on how to put things together, how to build things, how to address the operator requirements, because all the proof of concepts we were involved in were driven by a customer a need. Mm -hmm. And so the learning from that is what is helping us build solutions effectively. It's also helping us bring back, and it's helping others who are involved in proof of concepts, to, to bring back to forums like this uh, to to validate the requirements, modify the requirements and architectures needed, 
because until you do develop something and do put something together, um, what you've developed in a specific requirements or specification or requirements document is only paper and uh, it doesn't get fleshed out till you actually have some reality. Which, which sort of leads me to the other effort I'm involved in uh, this whole new open platform for NFV, OPNFV, which is a new open source uh, effort we started in the fall last year, uh, which I'm the chair uh, of the board of directors for that. Uh, the reason we, some of us started this effort was that we wanted to accelerate the deployment uh, and realization of the NFV approach. And um, we felt that you know the work going on in Etsy is good and has to be done, but we wanted to break away from the standardization model of spending a lot of time going through the requirements, getting down to all the detail, getting agreement and all that detail, and then, then getting to implementation, which would be a long time in the future. So we thought that a way to accelerate deployment, but not just deployment, accelerate implementations which are inherently interoperable was to use the means of open source. That is, if we could get people to collaborate on building an underlay uh, open source system uh, which was whose purpose was to serve the NFV use cases, then uh, we could get interoperability de facto, so to speak, and uh, accelerate this process. So that's uh, that's the other um, thing which we are engaged in, which uh, sort of is going beyond the proof of concepts, uh, but uh, but it is related to it. And that's progressing well. That is progressing very well. Uh, it just was announced in September, so it's just been a couple of months really where we mm -hmm. actually started doing some work. But we have, um, I think, uh, I'm losing count now, but it's of the order of close to 50 members, 40 plus member companies, all the major companies you can think of. Um, over uh, around 20, again, I may not have the exact numbers, but they're close to 20 uh, platinum members on the, are on the board. Um, it's a mix of carriers and um, um, other equipment vendors, uh, software vendors, and other other uh, parties. Um, I'd say um, I'd say the percentage of carriers to total number of companies is about the same as it's an Etsy. I mean, the numbers are different because it's smaller, for it, but it's about the same. So there are major carriers among the board. And um, we're really trying to uh, get this done. It's more of an integration project because the idea is not to create new code if you don't need it. So it, it's, its idea is to use existing open source projects which are relevant, like OpenStack, like OpenDaylight, get that code integrated and for the purposes of NFV. And if, find, if you find missing pieces or missing functions or bugs, feed those back into those upstream communities to get fixed. So that's sort of the approach you're taking. And a lot of the people who started this uh, are have been involved in the ISG at CISG, so we're taking this knowledge of the requirements from here into that. So hopefully what is built addresses the architectures and requirements from here. So yeah, it's been going so well so far. There are about uh, uh, close to a dozen projects ongoing um, and uh, several more being proposed. So uh, 
Well, the community is growing. Best of luck with Open NFE. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you. you very much indeed, and we'll see you again at the next Etsy meeting, no doubt. Thank you very Thank much you. indeed. Thank you.